This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Allison Lee Rosenfeld, the voice of Bonnie and Nurse Joy from Pokemon, Rio Castle, Riley, and Allie from Yu-Gi-Oh!, and star of Crumbly Kitchen. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Welcome to the show that gives you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras, so let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, this has been a great week, and I want to first thank all of the listeners and friends and family and everybody who has reached out to me to congratulate me for the 200th episode of Talk Time Live Prime. And again, I got to explain to people, it's the 200th episode of the Prime show. That's not including this show right here, which we're at the... 165th episode of this so that's reaching the 200 as well plus the other shows that i once produced and uh you know put together and the exclusive interview so all those are, are different so if you really put it all together if you really do the math on everything that was done since 2000 uh what was it 2014 if i correct i said did i mention last week if you you know put it all now it's like 15 I'll, I'll go back on the archives but if you go back to you know when it first started let me just put it that way then it's almost possibly reaching or it probably has surpassed the 500 mark because we did uh, i mean i did a lot of episodes if you guys have been following since the jump um you know we got anime underground that i did with uh gs and rio you know i did those we also uh, there was like a 13 episode series that we did which i absolutely um enjoyed we also had which by the way i gotta sooner or later i gotta get her back on uh gs and rio one of the most stunning looking women i've ever known and one of the most hardcore anime fans that you will ever get a chance to talk to and meet um she was been on our show and she's been a big supporter of me and acmg for quite some time and also we had the digital long box we had epic weekly rundown we had the uh what was the other one so one uh the wtf which was a short little stunt uh for a bit before things before the structure and and you know the turnover change you know the uh, wtf theater that we did for one bit you know we we did a lot we did quite a bit we did it quite a bit here and uh i'm just happy that it's not only reached this far but also the level that it reached and how far it's gotten and the fact that i've been able to reach out to many people in the industry and be a part of some really great things including recently keystone and god knows where else that this is going to go to next but you know again i had a vision and that vision was to create a podcast and to get this podcast out up and running to give this podcast the quality that people will respect and want to be a part of and that's exactly what we did and it's actually i'm honestly this is exactly what i wanted to happen to with it and i couldn't be more happier and i couldn't be more 
happy to have all of you here for this episode as we're going to once again talk about one of my favorite fandoms video games so no review this week because a lot of the games that i want to review is coming tomorrow so there's not enough time to talk about or review anything basically that's legend of zelda Link's awakening the remastered redone 3d version of that is coming out tomorrow i am looking very forward to actually playing that game and giving a good review for next week so definitely stay tuned for that but we have tons of news to talk about here on this episode some things that are being released this week include you know such as that as well but i am extremely satisfied and happy right now because of what I've seen on the eShop recently and immediately picked it up upon seeing it almost as if it would not be there again and just to make sure that it is real. A while back, we did a review where I talked about the classic cult classic arcade game Ninja Warriors. Now, I also mentioned that in Japan, they released the original arcade uh, version on the Nintendo uh, Switch and then followed up with a remastered version of Ninja Savior, Return of the Warriors. Now, normally what happens is when that comes out in Japan, it immediately comes out in America the next day. Or how, yeah, because Japan gets it first because of their time zone, the time difference. And then we get it afterwards, you know, 13 hours later, whatever. And lo and behold, it did not come out. And I was, it has been like, I, I talked about and reviewed that game ages ago. So now I was thinking like, okay, is this ever coming out in America? What's the deal? What's going on? I At this point, I just gave up on the idea of it even coming out or me getting a chance to play it or the idea that I would probably have to buy the Japanese version. I believe the Switch is region free. So I wouldn't went out to try to get it, but lo and behold, looked and scrolled down to see what was coming up because a lot of new games have been announced in the coming soon section of the eShop. Boom. Ninja Savior Return of the Warriors is finally coming October 15th to not only the Nintendo Switch, but also the PlayStation 4. So you guys will get a chance to check it out as well. I believe Steam probably has it too, or if not, they will have it. But I am ecstatic about this. I end up picking it up immediately. And I believe it was uh, $14.99. Or 19.99, I believe it might have been, but it's it's within it's within the 20 range. Uh, if it's not 20, it's below that range. So uh, I was really really happy to see this arrive because I saw this before. I never got a chance to play the the one that came out for the Super Nintendo. Now that you think about it, I got to check my RetroPie to see if it's actually on there. Uh, the Super NES version, but this is a remake from the Super Nintendo version, which was also a sequel to the arcade classic Ninja Warriors. This game has already been released and you know, Japan, and I've heard great reviews about it. It looks a lot of fun. So I am very much looking forward to playing this because I've already got it locked. So do expect a review from me for that game coming uh, in October when it comes out. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's another game that I will mention too later on, but you gotta remember also Overwatch for the Nintendo Switch will also be uh, debuting on October 15th as well. The Legendary Edition will be available for only $39.99. I say only $39.99 is because when I got it recently for the Nintendo Switch to do my homework for the um, Overwatch panel at Keystone Comic Con that I was hosting, 
I think I paid a full 60 for that. I believe it was $59.99 when I own a PlayStation 4. So I don't know if this one is going to be a downgraded version, you know, visually. I know it will be probably for the handheld version, but I don't know if the other, the TV mode will be in 1080p. So we'll see. But either way, $39.99 is a pretty much a pretty good price for those who've been waiting to play this game. And this, this game has been out for quite some time, like literally over going on four years now. And I think it is a, a good decrease in a way for, you know, to get Nintendo Switch fans to jump on Overwatch and see what the big deal is about. I Look, again, again, I hate to sound like I'm being biased, but I'm not an FPS dude by any stretch. But I do find that that game was a lot of fun when I played it. So I do recognize also that I suck at the game. So <laughs> I tend not to really, you know, get in too deep with it. But I will be supporting this for obvious reasons and you know I, I really love it the uh the 39.99 legendary edition will include most pretty much all the things that you got from the uh the playstation 4 version i believe the xbox version as well um and the steam version or pc version whatever but you're getting all of that for a lower price it's really good uh, you get five legendary hero skins you get five uh, epic hero skins you get five origin skins and more so you know jump on it. if you want to know if you're if you're an fps dude jump on it or even better if you are a if you are a um just a fan of both nintendo switch and overwatch and you want to play on the go jump on it my only pet peeve about that is that because this is so online heavy it's it's online reliant you will not be able to play that while on the road unless you unless you have one of those brand new cars those new 2019 editions uh cars with the wi-fi already built in which i believe we may have in our car but uh my wife just got a new car so i know she may have it in her car but she has not applied for it but either way if you really want to play like that, that's pretty much the only way you're going to be able to play it on the road or if you know you go on you know airplane or you know you got airplane mode and all that stuff or just you know there are other ways of doing it but unfortunately it's not like there's an offline mode they did say they had, there are different ways to play the game but i'm pretty sure that means like just visually or in control scheme wise but not having a offline you know single player experience which i think is the one thing the very the one thing that to me would really make this game and the replay value of this game much more playable if they would have provided such an experience with like that but who am i to talk these guys got over 100 um game of the year awards so i can't really talk on that note because yeah again it is very much fun it is it has launched one of the biggest esport you know uh promotions in the country if not the world whatever they did they did right so kudos to them and of course i will be jumping on to buy that as well so uh, the other game i'm looking forward to um coming up is ghostbusters the video game remaster because i never got to play that when it was on the playstation 4 and xbox well i never i don't play the xbox but you get my drift i didn't play it when it was out before it will arrive on the nintendo switch also the playstation 4 and xbox one on october 4th for only 29.99 so i think that's an absolutely great deal but not only is that a great deal 
one of my favorite mobile games is coming to the Nintendo Switch. And I don't play mobile games much, and I don't really advocate mobile games much because of their really their carny-like antics to try to get people to drain money off of you. But this one, I've always played. This one is one of the games that didn't force you to have to to force you to actually um you know buy in-app purchases in order to have a great experience or fun experience and that is the asphalt series asphalt 9 is coming to the nintendo uh, switch this is one uh, like one of the most action-packed arcade style racing games ever a very well recommended stress relieving game for those who are constant road rage <laughs> in real life and i say that because the game has you racing in a track you know like days of thunder type you know racing with uh really cool looking cars and beautiful looking cars and they have you racing in uh tracks and really cool uh you know really fun tracks with other cars with the difference being that you can crash into these cars and run them over to get ahead and the more you do when you start it, it it's part it's part the game, if you if you want to think of how, if you never played this game, you want to know how this game is. Um, think Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise and Fast and the Furious, with, with the exception that like you literally can crash into a dude and gain more points doing so. And, and what happens is when when you get hit by a car, when you hit a car, that car ends up, you know, going to the back of the line, and you got to somehow catch up to the other cars. You know, being in the back of the line does not mean that you're automatically going to lose. You just ha it just becomes more challenging to try to catch up to the other cars there is a rpg element to it as well you can build your car up and tune it up and add more gears and whatever and to power it up and make it faster um you can customize the car you know decal all that stuff to it uh, as well it's so much fun it's the only game that i really would play in that game and the only racing game i ever would play like I've brought Gran Turismo for so many years. I've never played those games. I just love the way that it looked. I brought it out of respect to the designer who put it together. I used to call it a game built by God himself. And it was awesome. But I never would play it because the it was so... And I'm not a driver. I don't drive at all. So it was way too close to the, like, the real deal. Like a real driving simulator. And I was like, eh, I'm good. But this... Asphalt 9 is a very user-friendly, you don't have to learn how to drive, it's a it's very arcade-style racing game, and you'll have a lot of fun, especially when you hit the thrusters, and it's like, and, and you boost way far ahead, and it's so fast that, like, the screen starts to blur, and you gotta do it at the right time, and you can't, you gotta make sure you are in control, and you, ha you tune up your car enough to control it, so there is some depth to this game albeit a arcade style racer so it's going to be i'm telling you now it's um it's going to be free it's going to be free on the nintendo switch as it was on the mobile however they are the game is offering a bundle which to me i am all for this that it includes more cars decal and more for only 19.99 now the interesting question here, because I've been playing it on mobile all this time, I don't know if this game is online reliable or not, or reliant or not. So that would be interesting to see if I put it on airplane mode and see if the game still play. Actually, I think I did turn off Wi-Fi on the game and it still played. So it may you may be able to play it offline as well. 
so that'll be uh that'll be interesting that'll be really interesting to see if the game plays offline and if it does that's more power to you because it's a lot like you talk about a game you could take on the road and like really just take it's it's fun and somewhat brain dead you know it's just not it's just you just driving by just crashing you know running ramming cars down and trying to get to the first uh, to the finish line it's a it's like playing a fighting game pretty much in a sense that type of feel where it's just like you just you want to take your you know if you're if you're having a day and you need to just take your you know take your mind off to something and suspend your you know disbelief of things asphalt 9 is really good for that it's really really i call it a great stress reliever for games and trust me i played that game during some stressful times and it worked so uh the game is a ton of fun and on like one of the only games i enjoy so get ready for it it's coming on october 8th get ready for that as well so anime fans let's talk fairy tale one of the only animes one of the animes that i try to watch but never can get through because it starts off so slow i know there are fans out there of this anime but and i, and I hear it does pick up during the seasons when it changed but it's such a slow start i tend to drift off and i never even get far and finish it but far be it for me to be judged to judge there are a lot of fans out there and at as if uh what was it last week uh just previous week with tokyo game show koye tecmo announced that they will have that your beloved anime fairy tale uh on a console very soon it is making its game console i don't think it's a debut they've already had games prior to so just consider this a new game for um uh, the uh fairy tale franchise is coming out this game is slated to be a rpg turn-based game which means i will not be playing it but also <laughs> the game will include many of your favorite characters in the series such as uh natsu wendy lucy gray ursa and many more uh, the game will also cover several arcs in the season. Um, the game looks, for what it's worth, it looks absolutely drop dead gorgeous. It looks very stunning. Color is vibrant, the vibrant colors and whatnot. Um, uh, fortunately, you will not expect to see this game until next year. It's coming out in two, sometime in 2020, but it will be out for the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Now, granted, I say this and sometimes I break bread with our with turn-based RPGs. So it depends on how the schematics and the control scheme of things is with the game. So maybe I who knows, we'll see. But I can tell you now it is a stunning looking game. Maybe much like I did with Ultimate Ninja Storm, maybe I can watch that to skim on some it things and may encourage me to watch the series actually. Now, granted that doesn't mean I didn't watch uh, Naruto Ultimate uh, the series. What the problem was is that at the time when I watched Naruto, or when I couldn't watch Naruto, I didn't have enough time to really binge or watch it constant consistently like other people had the time or day to do for some reason. Um, I pretty much had to play the game to catch up with what was going on with the series. So I may have to do the same thing here with Fairy Tale as well. So. Uh, looking forward to that you know what else i'm actually looking forward to guys this new japanese dating sim courtesy of none other than kfc yes kentucky fried chicken is coming out 
with the Japanese dating sim. We talked about this prior too, but we I thought this was just a promo or advertisement when I when I talked about this. And we mentioned this. I saw this on the um I saw this uh as a article and posted on the ACMG Facebook group. And I thought cuz you if you guys have been watching, especially here in the states, if you guys have been watching in the US, KFC, Popeyes, and I believe Chick-fil-A have been having this big battle because there's been this strange new craze about chicken sandwiches recently to which by the way kfc is going overboard because they're now doing a a sandwich that's going to have two glazed donuts as bread it's that's overkill that is absolutely overkill please people do not do it this is part of the problem with our country right now that we're overeating and eating stupid stuff you got a you got a piece of fried meat that is already probably 600 to a thousand calories now you also adding on two glazed glazed donuts that are probably have the calorie count of maybe 250 to 300 calories each do the math that's a day's worth of eating if you eat that don't eat for the rest of the day that's pretty much how this working but i digress kfc to their respects have been coming out with the most fantastic and i mean fantastic Pro, uh, promotional ads and, and commercials to date uh they got they've gotten a ton of celebrities to dress up as the colonel and just recently the recent one was the one rudy you know the actor who played in rudy and played rudy and they got somebody just the characters from the movie to reprise his role and now he's playing as the uh talking about rudy too uh i am colonel sanders now so that it's just so many so much awesome promotions promotional and branding that they've been doing but this one takes the cake they're doing a japanese dating sim that allows you to date a anime version of colonel sanders it's this young looking version of colonel sanders and he's like kind of young uh metrosexual looking <laughs> you know colonel clean cut but he's also like one of the baddest chefs in the game. So the game is called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator. And I've known about the dating sim culture in Japan for quite some time. It's a very popular uh, genre of gaming in Japan. And it's slowly coming into the States here in the US. I've the only sim game I've really ever played was probably Des Gaia, which was a really funny one. It wasn't a dating sim. It was just a simulator game. And I believe the one for um, the one for uh, Rival Schools 2, which was on the PlayStation 2 as well. Um, so I played that one, too. So this one is really, really interesting. You play as a culinary student who has a infatuation, if you will, for the colonel. This game includes... And basically, I, I guess if you have to, I guess it is trying to get you to rather have a relationship with the colonel or graduate as a culinary chef. I, it's it's a weird thing, but the game also will include nine lovable characters. And this is written, I believe, what did I read this article? Probably in Game Spot, I believe I've read this from. Um, nine lovable characters, multiple hours of playthrough dateable colonel sanders a secret ending cooking battles battle battles i'm thinking they gotten this from the uh steam uh 
description as well. And your chance to earn a degree in a culinary school. Now, be it that this school, of course, is fictitious, so it, it's crazy. Uh, also, you find out the 11 herbs and spices. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you freaking won't. And if they, that ever would happen, that would be the dumbest thing they ever done. And a cute miniature food, I guess. Um, this is planned to come out on September 24th on the Steam. Now, granted, the funny thing is the post actually states that it's out now. Or the promotional the uh, promotional video, which I posted on the ACMG Facebook group, says that it's out now on the Steam. Uh, but I've had also reports that say that it's coming out on the 24th. So I'll say, either way, I'm looking forward to checking this out. I may actually... I, mean, I do have a Steam account. I might actually find a way to invest in playing this game on the steam first there's no word as to whether the game will be on other platforms like uh, the switch or xbox or uh the playstation network or whatnot so we will see all i gotta say is you know it's funny i, I do believe and i gotta ask i gotta ask people that, uh developers this especially the next guest that will probably will be on uh talking live exclusive as to whether they use Steam as a tester before they go into the major consoles. Because I feel like that's what happens a lot. It's like some games go on Steam first to see how well it uh, goes. And then they move on to other platforms like the Switch, like the eShop or uh, PSN or Xbox Live or whatever. So I feel, I really feel like that that's what happens with that. So I, we'll see. I, I, I got to find a way to, you know, play this game somehow some way i just to get a glimpse of it it's the advertisement the branding of the game the branding of the game and the branding of kfc has been nothing short of phenomenal if you watch this ad for the game you really got to respect how well that they did this and how much thinking and, and the demographics that they're reaching out to they're reaching out to this younger demographic who obviously plays you know dating sims like this so i mean it's just it's a really interesting Thing that they're doing they, they're reaching out to so many different demographics we're here and you see the red and white stripes and you they you know if you ever want to learn about how to brand your your product watch what kfc is doing right now kfc is doing so damn well and i i really as a person who you know works in that uh, form of industry as well i i just kudos to them i i i applaud them for how they've been doing this you know it's just been amazing so let's move on to some very other uh some very interesting news here regarding shinmu 3 yu suzuki's upcoming sequel and climax to the entire trilogy here well unfortunately there's been some hiccups with this game apparently and it's uh and it's uh development and it's it is still scheduled to come out on november 19th but just recently there's been a situation where they are offering refunds to backers of the game due to a situation involving um you know them getting keys to play the game on the steam and now it's being moved on to a whole nother format a format that a lot of backers aren't you know down with being at it and i understand that it make it makes all the sense in the world um for them not to do it so games uh, on gamespot.com reports that the developers WiseNet published an update on uh kickstarter uh page that reveals steps necessary for backers to receive alternate packages or which involves i believe that other key to play the game or 
a total refund for their investment of the game. They also explained that the refund may take up to 20 business days to three months. Three months, that's correct. From the time the refund request is made until the re, uh, refund transaction is complete. WiseNet is planning to uh, for a trial version of the game, which is slated to be released uh, in the second half of this month. So down in the 20s, you'd be, ever to be ready to look out for that game. See, if you want to invest in this game on the uh, systems, the initial release for the game, and it's also not sure whether this demo will be pc only or not or will it be on the playstation 4 as well so that's a whole nother situation as well the initial release for the game is november 14th for the playstation 4 and pc you know what i take out of this is that i don't know what happened between yu suzuki's relationship with sega but the lack of relationship for sega is definitely showing here and I swear to goodness, if he was still having a working relationship with Sega right now for this game, I don't believe that this would happen. I, as far as I know, Sega is not a part of this project, um, especially with the fact that they're already doing, they came out with Judgment, uh, which was recently, which is a spinoff to the Yakuza series and Yakuza 7 is uh, coming very soon. They already have this shit move. And I tend to wonder how I, I really at this point, I have to find out. I'm really interested in finding out how much went into developing all of the Yakuza games as opposed to the development of Shinmu, because he was absolutely asking for a lot of money for the development of that game. And lo and behold, I mean, like I said, I think the last when I talked about the game last week. The game, the Shimu games, like the first two, you know, came into almost like a hundred million dollars combined. And that is a hell of a lot during, especially during that time frame there, during that era, there was no game that cost that much money to make. And with that said, it was an experimental game and, uh, you know, for the do open world and it worked. It, it's not like it was, it, yeah, it was, it was a very expensive game to develop, but at the same time, it has changed the way we play video games, much like we did with Virtual Fighter, because that game is in Smithsonian Museum right now because it literally brought us into the 3D era, all because of what Yu Suzuki has done. So, which is the irony of it too, is that the irony of Yakuza is that they do play Virtual Fighter in the game. That to me is just weird. So I don't know all the details in this right now but i'm we'll check it out as things develop but again it is scheduled to be on the 19th so hopefully there are no delays and and pushbacks with that game because there are a lot of people myself included has been dying to play this game i have not backed the game because i i don't i don't remember if i backed up any game i backed up something i backed up a few things on kickstarter but i don't think it was game related but nonetheless um Man, it was. It, it, I hope that it. I hope that it's successful. Uh, Yu Suzuki, much like Keiji Inafune, are legends in this business, and I, I hate to see them fall. I really, really hate to see them fall. Like Mighty Number no. Nine, I was really looking forward to that game. Looked like it was going to be such a big deal, and it became such a like. Did they ever come out with the? I don't think they ever came out with the PSP uh, version. Uh, I'm sorry, the PS Vita 
version of that game because the PlayStation version just did not live up. I still own that game. It just did not live up. I really feel bad because funny. the funny part about that game is that I actually still play. I still have Mega Ran's uh, title track of that game on my playlist. I, the, that song is still really great. It's, it's a really great song. But I keep thinking back, especially when he said the lion com, concept, the bomb threat. Yeah, that's taking a whole new meaning to that to that game now. So they, yeah, I mean, hopefully this won't bomb. Hopefully this won't bomb. Hopefully we'll have a great conclusion. The story will be great. It'll be, you know, recognized as a really great game when it comes out. So we will see. Tomorrow, Sega is coming out with the Genesis Mini. Uh, Although I swear to goodness, I'm lied to you not. And I've taken pictures of this when I was when I was there. I've seen Sega Mini consoles already on sale at BJ's Wholesale way over a year ago. I don't know whether that's a fake version, but BJ's Wholesale was selling them. And now they have another version, which will this version includes 40 legendary games. Uh, this system is going for $79.99. It's on Amazon. It will probably be in retail stores as well. Uh, if you honestly my opinion on this because we just talked about this before i started this show and one of our uh members uh shout out to craig he actually asked if anybody was going to get it and i'm like i think for nostalgic purposes if you like i said like along with the nintendo with the nintendo uh classic and the super nes classic if you want those games for nostalgic purposes just to put on the mantle or you know a table just as for display i think that's when it's good to have it for for that purpose however if you're getting it just to play the games itself actually i think it's not worth the, the amount of money they're asking for and that's only because there are ways to get game consoles not supported by you know any of the majors that has way more. I mean, the retro, the Raspberry Retro Pi. You guys seen that out there? There are ways to get a hold of those, you know, consoles that people can build for you, and it'll have a ton of games. I'm not, I don't know if how legal this is or not, or not advertising or endorsing, but it's it's kind of a waste to spend that much money on a console that only gives you like as less than maybe 20 to 40 games when they have. And no ability to upgrade the console games or to sell. You know, that's the one thing. It's like, start. Off, I think it would be better if they would have started off with 40 games. But give you maybe like a terabyte of, you know, memory space. Or maybe 600 or 800 or whatever MB on in, in the uh, SD card that's embedded in there. In order to play more games and be able to download more games, that way they can keep making money off of these games. But it's not like that. It's like you get the console and you just get those games only. There's no ability to download newer games or you know or anything like that for your system. I think they're kind of dropping the ball on what they can do with these systems. Because if they allow it to have online access and allow you to be able to say, okay, I want to get this game, $5.99, boom, download it onto your system, it's there. Like, like you would with the like the Nintendo um, 
with the eShop and the PS, like for instance, 3DS used to have the virtual console, which is the ability to, you know, buy games digitally, but also get retro games as well. So that the console series was always great for that. You know, you got to play some of the games that you got now, but now you got the Raspberry Retro Pi, you know, consoles that are out there that you can go and get the shell on Amazon or whatever like that and build your own console and download, you know, ROMs, you know, for, for some of your favorite games. Uh, these, there's like, they could be like up to like over 5,000 games in that console. You're paying the same price that you would probably pay for, you know, a Sega Mini or a Nintendo Classic, or whatever like that. So, I, if, if Nintendo and Sega, switch up the way that they design these things i think they can they could make more money off of the money that they already made from this and i don't understand why they're just not thinking on that but they'll try to get you get money off of you from every other part um uh, part of the realm of you know the console and the industry and whatever so uh yeah, again it'll be out tomorrow so i mean think of it if you if you want it like i said for nostalgia purposes yeah it might be worth it it pretty much may be worth it but also there are other ways if you're playing it trying to play you know some of the old games like the retro pie more than likely will have the entire have allow you to have the entire library of of the sega genesis and mega drive and famicon and super famicon and neo geo and you know it's just it's just so much out there so I don't know man i i really don't know whether that's a good deal or not so we'll see folks believe it or not that will do it for this edition of acmg presents talk time live now as we end this very short episode i want to say that this is not the end tomorrow i got the first of three talk time live exclusive interviews coming for the fall season tomorrow I will be on with uh, award-winning cartoonist, author, educator, and Philly native Jamar Nicholas, uh, who will be joining the show to talk about his graphic novel, Leon, the Protector of the Playground, his views on cultural youth, the state of representation in comic books, and much more. I had a chance to meet him at Keystone Comic Con. I was actually attending one of his panels, uh, which we'll be, we'll be also talking about as well you know further because it was a really good panel and i mentioned it before but we're gonna get down to the uh to the gritty on that one because uh it's basically about the moral and ethics of you know killing villains in comic books as opposed to letting them live so it was an very interesting conversation that we'll have on air so we'll get a chance to talk about that as well so stay tuned for that and it's been a while since i had a comic book um guest on the show so it'll be great to talk to somebody about that and and much more because uh he this guy has a ton of depth in the comic book industry and you know he's an indie comic creator or a graphic novel creator if you want to call it that so it we there's a lot to talk about in all those uh facets as well also note that i am working on day and time schedules to have the director of the recently reviewed game from way forward river city girls adam tyranny on the show to talk about his work on the game uh his working relationship or the way forwards working relationship with arc system works uh, to make this game and much more i am looking very forward to talking with him about this as you know i reviewed the game last week and lo and behold i very much enjoyed it i think i beat that game like three to four times already to make sure i had everything i need to get whatever 
ending or special endings that this game had this is a very entertaining game and I, when i love a game that much i absolutely want to talk to people about how everything was put together and this is one of those episodes that you're going to want to hear to you know if, especially for those who are up and coming and aspiring game developers to listen to this is going to be a great episode for that one so i'm very much looking forward to it and thanking him for you know coming onto the show to talk about it it's an awesome game uh really great throwback but it's a up like a modern day uh, up uh retro classic if you will so we'll have that on and then i will also be working on having a very special guest who i am very much looking forward to having on the show especially if you're a fan of overwatch and mortal Kombat. so stay tuned for that as well and then, of course, this Sunday on the Talk Time Live Prime Show, we will be reviewing the latest Netflix anime, Kabinari of the Iron Fortress, which is a post-apocalyptic steampunk adventure involving zombies uh, or zombie-like creatures who have destroyed most of civilization. And one girl, one female, who has the ability to take them all on. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. Again, thank you everybody for, you know, supporting. Uh, spread the word. Let them know that you can listen to this and every episode on TalkTimeLive.com. You could also check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Podbean. You can check it out all there. If you want to listen to all of the interviews that we had on the show, you could go on to the exclusive page on talktimelive.com which is on the top left you can see it there or type in talktimelive.com forward slash exclusive for all of your favorite interviews of from voice actors to comic book writers to comic book artists game developers you name it they are on there and you know definitely some valuable footage and and you know interviews to talk to uh, to listen to especially if you are aspiring anything involving any of those uh industries as well so stay tuned for all that and much much more folks that will do it on behalf of myself this is dex avery josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out there folks i will talk to you sunday but also stay tuned for the talk time live exclusive with myself and jamar nicholas take care Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.